Hi everyone, this is Word Fueled Hearts. It's a podcast sponsored by tenofthose.com. Tenofthose.com handpick the best Christian books that point to Jesus and sell them at discounted prices. And the more you buy, the cheaper they get. Check them out at tenofthose.com after this episode. Hello and welcome to Word Fueled Hearts this week. We're so excited you can join us for our next bit of Habakkuk. My name is Sarah and I live in the UK and my sister is here and her name is Felicity. Hello Felicity. Hello, nice to see you, Sarah. And you live in the US. I Sorry, I do live in the US. Apparently, <laughs> I'm just in this little podcast world. I'm actually sitting under a rug to kind of like get the sound right. So I forgot what country I was in right then. But I didn't forget what country I'm in because my biscuit choice this week is highly American. Can you guess oh, what, what it is? is? It? Well, they wouldn't even call it when I say they. Americans wouldn't even call it a biscuit. They would just say straight up, you have a cookie in your hand a chocolate chip cookie can you see very nice very nice that looks very tasty i'm quite envious actually i've gone for a very safe option this week because um to be honest that jammy dodger had last week was really very disappointing (laughs) in every way i will not be buying those again um so this week i've gone back to my trusty custard cream because i know it's a safe (laughs) that is good solid reliable choice i mean the custard cream that could be on the packet of the custard cream goodness solid reliably good biscuit absolutely um, <laughs> now we thought we'd take a couple of minutes to um tell everyone about our show notes because um they're like this hidden treasure within the podcast mm, and i think it's worth trying to um, help people work out where they are and what they are so that um you can mine them for all it's worth so what, when you go into your podcast setting um uh, let me just try and find this quickly as you go into a podcast setting you click the kind of details about the podcast episode as you scroll down you'll have episode notes and in that what we do is i say we this is what Flisty does each week (laughs) she um, summarizes the episode so it gives a, a quick overview of what we're talking about um which is actually really helpful uh, especially when you're listening to this on the go. Um, also, what we have are helpful resources and any tips for um, getting stuck into reading the Bible. And um, that includes any links to any books or any talks or any mm-hmm. um, useful articles that we might um, be reading or think that might be helpful for you. And then, crucially, what do we have at the bottom of the footnotes? Uh, sorry. I know. Well, they are footnotes. Show notes. What I have titled the tea and biscuit chat footnotes. And I mean, I think it's essential information telling you what sort of tea we're drinking, what sort of biscuits we're eating and any other um, vi- valuable information on that topic. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's just a really useful thing. Um, to be honest, before before we recorded this episode, Felicity still didn't know how to find the show notes <laughs> of her own podcast, um, which I find. Uh, quite disheartening considering she's written them um but hopefully for you guys hopefully for you guys um these will be a really helpful um kind of add-on to what we do as we chat about Habakkuk um and we go through it hopefully this is just a really helpful different way of getting into Habakkuk through what we put on the show notes so do go and find those um after this episode Mm. if you'd like absolutely now Our passage this week, it's a little longer than the previous weeks, isn't it? Partly because it really does come as as part of the whole whole section. We couldn't really just pick and choose a few verses from it. So it's going to take a little bit longer to read. But while we're reading it, so it's going to be chapter 2, verses 6 through to 17. While we're reading it, be listening out for any repeated kind of ideas, words, things. Just kind of try and listen out to why it all belongs together. 
Okay, great. Chapter 2, verse 6 to 17. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion. How long must this go on? Will not your creditors suddenly arise? Will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you will become their prey, because you have plundered many nations. The people who left will plunder you. For you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Woe to him who builds his house by unjust gain, setting his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. You have plotted the ruin of many peoples, shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. The stones of the wall will cry out and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by injustice. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labour is only fuel for the fire, that the nations exhaust, exhaust themselves for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbours, pouring it from the wineskin till they are drunk, so that he can gaze on their naked bodies. You will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it is your turn. Drink and let your nakedness be exposed. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming round to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and your destruction of animals will terrify you. For you have shed human blood, you have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Thanks, Sarah. It's pretty brutal reading in some ways, isn't it? I don't know whether um, our listeners notice the repetition of just woe, woe, woe. There's a whole lot of woe going on. And five of them, isn't there? Yeah, five woes. And wonderfully, the woes are directed at the people that Habakkuk and I think us have been longing for the woe to hit. (laughs) The Babylonians are in the crossfires of the woes from God. Absolutely. I think um, that's really helpful, Felicity. I think it's just really, this is all about reversal, isn't it? It's all about, Mm -hmm. um, well, the, the language helps us to see that. So those who pile up, those who build up, those who build those who build like there's a lot of that kind of language and actually it's all being torn down here isn't it yeah, it's yeah. every because you have plundered you will now be plundered yourself because you have um, built with unjust gain you are now going to be destroyed yeah. in every way what they have done is coming back to them with added interest yeah very much so isn't it and, I, and you get the sense that the babylonians probably would have and I guess this is true of just anyone kind of going about injustice you probably think well you're going to get off scot-free there's nothing's going to happen we're just doing what we do about the Babylonians all through Habakkuk I think you get this feeling of what he says their god is their own might they have no kind of point of reference outside of themselves and suddenly something someone outside of themselves is bringing about extreme judgment upon them and it is really pleasing isn't it that it is precise like it's very as we were saying like i think earlier appointed that god is doing this so sorry do you want to just like um remind us of the context of where this is coming in the book of habakkuk for us yeah so we've had um habakkuk crying out we've had two kind of big questions or big kind of moments of questioning from habakkuk he's saying lord there's just so much injustice all around us all around me it's in the other nations but it's also amongst your people 
And God says, well, you don't worry. I'm going to send the Babylonians to sort it out. And I goes, well, what? Why are you going to use them? They're even worse. They're just this horrible, wicked crowd who love to capture people. And then last in the last week's um, episode or um, passage, we had this kind of God speaking and saying, wait, Habakkuk, mm-hmm. I am going to do it. It's going to happen at the right time, the appointed time, no delay. And then this is what he says. So the woes are kind of part of that kind of appointed God is doing it kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's very powerful language, isn't it? In a similar way to what we saw in chapter one, the kind of the emotive nature of this language, the repetition of the woes, um, just all the way that all the kind of the huge sins of Babylon um, are named and shamed. And then, it's turned, you know, turned back on themselves. Extortion, unjust gain, bloodshed, injustice. Um, in every way, that's then, yeah, it, you know, yeah. God says this will then, the violence you have done will overwhelm you. Yeah. Um, your destruction will then terrify you. Um, and I think that's, is very sobering. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing, nothing is missed. Nothing is left un unseen untouched unnoticed Mm -hmm. in god's judgment here yeah yeah i think that's right there's a there's a very deliberate kind of thoroughness to this and it's justice is very much being dealt and and throughout habakkuk so far we've been longing along with habakkuk for god to bring justice and this is what it looks like for god to to judge really and to deal with sin and there's a part I think there's a part of us which is just delighted and we're just so thrilled that actually justice is being dealt but then also there's another part of me that's like oh but I belong I'm not like the Babylonians but I belong in the kind of unjust category because mm-hmm. I know my heart and so where does that leave me and I think that's where then it's just so wonderful to remember 2 verse 4 and the righteous will live by his faith. So like judgment, this is like a sort of storm of judgment coming. And yet in the midst of it, the righteous will live by faith. So Habakkuk, and as we listen to him and, and kind of stand with him through Jesus, oh, just breathe a sigh of relief. Because it is, and I think that's the intention. This is kind of terrifying judgment, isn't it? Yeah, and it's very sobering, isn't it? And um, so you get the, in verse 16, the cup from the Lord's right hand is coming round to you. And do you know that that could just mean anything just off one reading, doesn't it? But actually um, with a little bit of background to that phrase, we know that the cup from the Lord's right hand is the cup of God's wrath, mm-hmm. the cup of God's full anger against sin and injustice is coming round to you. Um, yeah. um, that's yeah. the full weight of God's, God's wrath is coming on them. Um, and as you say, that's absolutely terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. It makes us just, the only place we can run to is 2 verse 4. Yeah, 2 verse 4. And then as we run to 2 verse 4 and remember this side of the cross, we're just in such a privileged position because even more so if we were go, to go back to a gospel account, you know, Mark's gospel or wherever, we see Jesus taking the cup of God's wrath. And so on that cross, he takes on this level of judgment that is actually, while it is for the Babylonians, it is also for, for us in the kind of like, we deserve this kind of judgment as well, don't we? And yeah. so then 
actually to know that Jesus takes on that judgment. So does this so so we're saying that Jesus takes on the full weight of this judgment, but this did this did still happen to the Babylonians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right back in that context of Habakkuk, he's waiting for this to happen. It did happen. Um and actually what what we see in Jesus is that he's taken the cup of God's wrath on the cross, but we are still waiting, aren't we? We are called to wait for that final judgment. Yes. Yeah. Like a smaller picture. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that's really helpful to sort of take us there. That so as we see this and we see the reality of God does bring judgment and justice, as He said, and as we we read it and we think, "Whoa!" But then actually, we know that we're waiting for that final day of judgment when Jesus does return. And wonderfully, the reversals that we have here. We talked about that kind of. This is what the Babylonians have been done, and it's being reversed upon them. So they plundered, and now they're being plundered. They brought shame on others, and now shame is brought on themselves. That yeah. level of reversal is what is going to happen on the final day. So those who have been persecuted, those who have been squashed, are going to be raised up yeah. as we stand in righteousness through Jesus. And it's just a glorious picture, isn't it? So as we see the reversals, we're thinking. Wow, wow, it's pretty powerful. And then you think, no, that is even just a small picture of what's going to happen on that final day. Cool. Yeah, it's very sobering, isn't it? I think, um, where does it take our hearts on this? I think it takes us into absolute awe at God and his, his right justice and right judgment, doesn't it? Yeah. As, as um, it said back in verse three that we read last week, the kind of, it's coming at an appointed time. This is, there's no mistake. There's no, yeah. Um, yeah. there's no kind of discussion about whether this should happen or not. It will happen. And um, God's justice is perfect for the crime in hand. It's perfect for the sin that's been committed. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that just gives you, it almost gives me goosebumps just thinking about that, just kind of the awe of God's knowledge and what the weight of that yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the challenge then that we would long for that, that as in we would long for justice to be done. Do we, yeah. really, do we really want justice? Do we really want sin to be dealt with? Because that is what God has promised to do. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Talking about driving it to our hearts, Sarah, I think the best way of doing that is to, to pray. We've already run out of time. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. big passage, isn't it? And we feel, again, we just touched on it. But do you want to pray for us and help us just to kind of feel it in our hearts as you do that i'd love to do that let's pray father god we thank you for this passage in so many ways it's so weighty and um, there's so much here and so we do pray lord that you'd help us to dwell on these words this week but we thank you most of all that they lead us to the cross they lead us to jesus knowing that we cannot um we cannot survive under this weight of judgment that you will bring to anyone and everyone who has sinned we know we may not fall in that class of the babylonians but we know we are guilty of sin we know that we deserve your right judgment and so we praise you so much for jesus that we delight in him we delight in his righteousness and by him we can stand with habakkuk and wait for that final day Help us, Lord, to do that this week with all the different distractions, all the different uh, things that are going on in our weeks. Help us to wait as Habakkuk does, trusting in the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. So in terms of, I know we've just prayed and kind of wrapped up, but actually um, I want to just dig into this a little bit more, Felicity, before we quickly go. Um, in terms of how this really impacts our week this week, mm. like what, what does it look like? for this long passage on judgment to impact my day tomorrow 
Yeah, good question. Because it does seem, it could seem a little kind of alien, couldn't it? We're just talking about the Babylonians getting boshed and actually <laughs> what does that mean for us? And I think, I think what, it, what it does mean is that as we see God's justice being done, it gives us great assurance that God really is going to do what he has said he will do. He will bring justice. All the wrongs and the injustice and the sin-ridden world we see around us that is going to be sorted out at the appointed time, at the right time by God. And I don't know about you, but I can look around at the world and think, oh, I just want it to be done now. I just don't know why God's not, you know, it's very similar to Habakkuk's kind of questions. And I think this is a passage that reminds me of the reality of judgment. And, and it's such a challenge as well, that do I, do I really want judgment to come? Do I really want justice to be done? Mm. Yeah, I think that's helpful, Christy. I think also, um, this just makes me remember that my security has to be in Jesus and in not what I'm doing this week. Like as much as I want to serve and try hard my best with homeschooling and whatever else it is that I'm doing, actually at the end of the day, my security is in Jesus. Yeah. That My righteousness can only be found in him um, and that I don't need to fear judgment. I don't need to fear this kind of judgment. I, I get to delight in Jesus as my saviour and not my judge yeah because of what has happened on the cross and I think that that drives through my week then am I am I choosing to delight in Mm. Jesus um and delighting like so the verse 14 for the earth will be filled with knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea that's both a terrifying image but also it's a wonderful image for those who are trusting in Jesus Mm. Um, and actually like delighting in the knowledge of the glory of the Lord and growing and wanting to read about this more and more because that is the direction of travel. Yeah. And I think, I think that's absolutely right. And as we, even as we read that, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, we always, we already have a knowledge of the glory of the Lord in the sense that we know Jesus. And so as we remember that, and we remember that we do know Jesus, so we can then, I think, have the freedom to long for justice to be done. Because I wonder if we're not in Jesus or we're not remembering that, that we might sort of just hesitate to cry out for justice. But actually, as you say, the refuge we have in Christ therefore means that we can freely cry out for justice and delight in knowing Jesus as our saviour, as our rescuer. Yeah, definitely. I think we probably need to wrap up, <laughs> up now, don't we? I feel like I, I can keep going on talking about this. <laughs> Let's leave everyone to it. Um, it's been really good to chat again. Thanks so much for tuning in. Do check out those show notes. Um, they will help you. And obviously you'll be able to check out our biscuit choices and all that. Um, and do give us a review, especially if you're on Apple. That's where we seem to be able to do it at the moment. But do give us a review if you get a chance. It's been lovely to chat again, Sarah, as ever. And we look forward to next time bye-bye all right take care bye bye thanks so much for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it it's been sponsored by 10ofthose.com check them out for great discounted resources that point to jesus <laughs>